Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. Your Abby, Dear Kiki. Desperate housewives. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill-advised. This is ill-advised. Hi, Biffs. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Ill Advice. The podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already has. Like Dr. Phil. And not a magic mic dancer. <laughs> I totally thought you were going to say Maury. Oh, that's a good one. No, but he doesn't tell you what to do. He just tells you what you're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. Right? I yeah. think. Or what you are. Right, right. And the test results determined. You are the father. Mm-hmm. That was a lie. That was a fucking bullshit lie. <laughs> <laughs> and how are you, Beth? I am good. Me and my child went and got our Christmas tree last night. For why? So that was Is fun. it Christmas season already? Tis the season, Beth. No shit. Tis the season. Don't feel like it. It never feels like Christmas anymore. I know. What's up with that? Is it because we're older? Because we're adults. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I even as an adult, like a few years ago, I remember being in the spirit, just not feeling it these last few years. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean, you've gone through a lot. I I know, but I mean, I've had great Christmases. I'm just not feeling festive. <laughs> You're a mean one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's true. But you guys got your tree. It's super cute. Isn't it? They can't see it, it's but it's right behind perfect. you. It's super cute. It's yep. like symmetrical, which you don't find. I know. It's like the perfect tree. It is. I, yeah. was, I was excited. Good eye. Thank you much. Thank you much. How are you? I'm kicking. I'm breathing. And I am going to just be thankful for that. Perfect. Yeah. We'll take it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that there's any other update. Trying to do the self-care thing and go back to the gym, but I'm not there. Although, funny story. Was that last week's episode or the episode before that when we were talking about how you showed up before I finished trimming my chest? (laughs) (laughs) I was getting ready this morning and... um. I was getting dressed and getting ready to come here and I realized that my nipples had eyelashes. Oh. <laughs> I missed two spots. <laughs> I was going to say, so you never finished trimming your chest. <laughs> I was like, oh, you need to go back and finish. <laughs> so. That's hilarious. Yes. So did you get your eyelashes? <laughs> no, I was, honestly, I was like playing with them for a little bit. I was like twisting them. <laughs> The hairs or your nipples? The hairs, no, not the <laughs> nipples. They do nothing for me. Gotcha. You know, just the hairs, and then it looked like it. They looked like unicorns for a second because <laughs> I twisted them together. <laughs> it was like I was like Madonna, right? Know, but yes, Madonna, you na- Madonna, yeah. So I'm definitely putting this up on our page. Yeah, you have me to. playing with my nipples. Your Madonna nipples. My Madonna nipples. But that's a consequence of self-care. <laughs> and I suppose. Yeah, I don't know why I felt the need to share that, but I did. Although I uh, recently 
was listening to something and the lady was talking about the difference between self-care and self-maintenance. She said a lot of people do self-maintenance as a form of self-care. self-care yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I, I guess that. I'm never going to the gym again. I was going to say, I shut that bitch <laughs> off so quick. <laughs> I'm not looking to maintain shit. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Although, I, I would I argue was, that my gym is both. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. That's where I do my, I literally yeah. do my thinking while I'm counting reps. Plus, it physically does things for the body, like yeah. releases and what is it, like serotonin yeah, shit and hormones hormones stress and, stuff. And so, yeah, I think it's better than going to get your nails done and thinking that that's self care because apparently that's just self maintenance. Well, I think that having your nails is a self-maintenance thing but for you like the gym is a place where i reflect and it brings me peace of mind like having that part of yourself taken care of is something that you enjoy and helps you like, feel better makes you feel better so i would i would probably argue your yeah manicures. i probably should have listened finished <laughs> oh right because you shut it off <laughs> i was like hey well i'm done here well mind your fucking business all these things my, my hair and nails i didn't invite you to this apparently theme. just maintenance <laughs> oh well you know yeah what else? speaking of self-maintenance <laughs> yes wine <laughs> i love that segue from this moment on on this podcast we are not saying wine we're gonna say self-maintenance self-maintenance <laughs> we have a something this week that's a cute bottle it's cute right and i put it down because i was like no and then i picked it back up Although I do have to say it is a $27 bottle of wine. So for those who are a little bit more up and up on their wine, and I literally judged a book by its cover. I just love the iridescent label. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's called Gualdo del Rey, which I think means King's Guard. I'm just using my Latin roots to translate. It fits with the bottle. It does. So I hope I'm right. If you would like to translate some Italian, you're welcome to. Um, and it's a 2012 Biff. Ooh. I know. We went like 11 years back in time. I was going to say, are we celebrating? No, because it would be a more expensive <laughs> bottle of wine. Although 27 is, I think, up there for us. Yeah, I think we've done um, some in that range, but usually we're yeah, in like the 10 not to... Typical. Yeah. 10 to 20 range maybe at the most but this does not have any information on it other than it's red wine <laughs> it does say um suvereto sangiovese so i think that it's a red wine that we've tried before so it's more on the drier side okay so i was like okay i'll get it just because i'm trying to test it just because i'm trying to trust it but i mean we'll give it a try and find out it's very um, rich, looking and smelling. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like before this podcast, I never really sniffed wine, which is bullshit because I know I have. But it's just like now I, when I smell them, I'm like, I can't tell you if it's going to be good or bad. Yeah, I just I fooled myself way too many times. <laughs> we always do. Or no, the wines fooled me way too many times. Yes. Yeah, fuck shame on them. Yeah. 
Please. Can you guys see this? <laughs> We're not talking. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to go straight for number two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I wish if you're, <laughs> if you're not following us on social media, this is where you're going to see these faces. Okay. And taste. I liked it better the first sip. Oh, really? Yeah. I liked it better the second sip. Why would you taste the second sip? I have no fucking idea. I just liked it better. <laughs> I did aerate too. What does that mean? I sucked in air before. I didn't I... hear it this time. Oh, really? Usually it makes me do it when I hear you. Oh, well, let's do it together. Okay. Let's aerate. <laughs> don't hate it, don't love it. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to fucking Jennifer Coolidge you. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm trying to understand what I'm tasting. There's... Now a sour note in the back of it that I'm not too crazy about. I like it, but it's three? I feel like it's a wine my grandparents would have. And I would open it just because my grand like just cause it's there. Mm-hmm. So it tastes like your grandparents' like house smells. Is that what it is? No, it's just like <laughs> it's a just like it just is. It was you just brought mean? over it's by the like, old country and Yeah, it's just like something like, oh yeah, my Grandparents love this one. You know what I mean? Like it's not. I know the feeling special, you're talking. I don't get that from this, but like, I'm getting the feeling. It's not like ew, gross. Yeah, but it's not like. Like if you went a long time without it and remembering that you felt this way about it, you'd buy it just for nostalgia's sake. Maybe, I'm gonna say three is fair. Yeah, for me because as well. I would drink it because right. I'm going to. Right. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't seek it out for myself. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we do more with wine. No. We're well, good. this one has us kind of. <laughs> we're pretty. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't help that like what's happening outside is happening. You mean the rain? Yes. And oh, I'm just speaking for myself for the record. Not for you. But like I'm just on the melancholia of sorts. <laughs> yeah. And um, if I'm confused, my wine's confused. And then my palate's fucked. <laughs> So if I don't like shit, right now is the time to try it. <laughs> Bring on the beats, motherfucker. Makes sense. It's really weird. Yeah, it's, it's like... Huh? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to give this a huh. <laughs> yeah, I concur. This is the perfect three. A second year huh. Oh, thank you. You have questions? I have questions. Where are we going this we week? We are going to... Amira.co.uk. We are going to Colleen Nolan. The agony aunt Colleen Nolan. I believe so. Oh. Did you know I recently learned that agony aunt is the term that was used for advice advice columnists? As a whole? Yeah. Not just in like the UK? No. Actually, that's a really good question, actually. Never mind. Let me take that back. Oh. I don't know. I just know that if you Google Agony Aunt, you come up with a list of advice columnists. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Why I, Agony? I think you go to your Agony Aunt, aunt when you're... Your advising aunt. When you want, when, when you're, you're in agony. agony which kind of makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not an aunt, but I have one that I would go to, and you are one that your niece and nephew go to. Yeah. So this is kismet, this podcast. <laughs> I like agony. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Ready? Okay. 
Is this our cheerleading <laughs> edition? I'm pepping us up. <laughs> okay, this is from November 20, 2023. Mm-hmm. Should I warn my daughter about horrible new boyfriend after speaking to his ex's mom? Oh. Mirror agony aunt Colleen Nolan advises a reader who has heard some nasty stories about her daughter's new partner and doesn't know if she should share them. I have an initial response just based on this, but I am going to shut my whore mouth and let you open your whore mouth. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Colleen, I'm worried about my daughter who's 29 and in a new relationship with a man who's recently divorced. He's only a couple of years older than her and has one child with his ex. The ex is actually the daughter of an acquaintance of mine, so I know something about his situation. Apparently, he was horrible to his ex-wife, made things difficult financially when they were separating, and could be verbally explosive, although there was never any physical abuse, I did ask. This acquaintance will obviously take her daughter's side in the breakup, but she's not the type of person to lie. She does the flowers at the church. Mm -hmm. So she must not lie. No, that's always an indicator that, you know, God told me to do it. (laughs) I realize I don't know all the ins and outs of his marriage or what he's actually like as a person as I've not met him. But should I warn my daughter? She's very headstrong and I'm not sure she'll listen to me. But I felt this woman was trying to warn me, even though she didn't say that directly. I find that I'm spending a lot of time worrying about my daughter and wishing she'd never got mixed up with this man. I'd love your advice. I'm torn between I'm a parent. This is my kid. This is what I've heard. Keep your guard up. And there's two sides to every story. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, if this is what the daughter experienced, the mom is going to say that. What parent doesn't believe their child right on the flip side of that his experience may be different you know Mm -hmm. i'm curious actually you know based on recent conversations with my mother if this mother would be like you're difficult to deal with anyway (laughs) you know what i mean to the son to to the dot oh yeah um yes to the son if or no i lied if the mom who was telling the daughter the ex the ex's mom okay like to the daughter then who's difficult i'm to... confusing myself okay so it's the the ex's mom the new boyfriend's ex's mom if she's like one of those moms that tells the daughter that like you're difficult to deal with too or just like totally supports her on the oh, outside gotcha, gotcha, you know gotcha. what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. like if she's one of those moms yeah. you know i don't know where to go with this one just because of that little tiny conundrum mm-hmm. but if i'm gonna respond to a parent on this mm-hmm. i think that if you have some information i think you go and you say something proactively but i don't think you have any expectations behind what you're saying because love is blind. We all know that. Nobody better than the two people on this couch right now. And it's just, you know, you also can't expect that what you heard is going to be the truth. Fair. But that's all I can come to. And I know you think a little more open, more 
you think more broadly than I do. I have more of a A to B mindset. So how do you, how would you handle that if you were this mother? My first internal debate, I guess, was how do I approach this in a way that doesn't push my daughter away from me and closer to him? Mm-hmm. Because obviously the mom is feeling like this is not somebody she wants to push her daughter closer to. Right. So that's my, do I say something specifically because there's a chance that it will push her closer to him and further from me. And the fear of that being true, what she heard being true, right? Because that has to play into it if that's what you're really thinking that's going to happen. Or if that's what you feel may happen. I guess I was leaning more towards she's not going to come to me if something happens. Issues oh, do okay. arise. See, that's like I said, I was. you think more broadly about this shit because yeah. you're prettier than I am. Because men's brains, women's brains. Sure. But I'm gay, so I at least meet you halfway. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yes, I sure do. We're do. we're both on the precipice of cycling. You can right acknowledge. Now. <laughs> we both got warnings this morning. That's like, oh, your period's coming. Yes. <laughs> Same time. <laughs> we are agony aunts, we, aren't we? <laughs> we're aunts in agony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's better. Aunts in agony. Um. It, that's. I think that's the best that I can do, though. Like, I I see what you're saying. I agree with that because that's the risk yeah. that you take. You know, but how do you, and I think maybe that's what I meant about being proactive about it. Just be like, or maybe giving her the option of knowing, of letting her decide whether or not she wants to know. Sweetie, I'm concerned. There has been some things going around and I'm I'm vamping. Like I'm, you know, concerned and I want to share with you, but I don't want it to influence your decision. So, but that's kind of like, Something's going on, but I'm not telling you. <laughs> and that's fucked too. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I I wouldn't I wouldn't Are we advising on what we would do or what we think someone else should do? <laughs> because what we would do in this, I feel is pretty similar. I'm advising on what they should do based off of what I would do. Oh. And you so haven't brought up a I knife yet? I would say, don't bring it up to the daughter mm-hmm. until and or unless she starts coming to you with any concerns or issues mm-hmm. that may come up. Then you can say, you know, unfortunately, I've heard that this may be his MO type of thing. Mm-hmm. Where like, you're not the first one who he's treated this way or whatever what if that action that led her to bring to come to you was actually something more egregious are you going to be sorry that you didn't say anything about what you've heard sooner i think i'm not saying anything to my daughter and then secretly telling the boyfriend i'll fucking kill you there it is (laughs) and then if my daughter comes to me yeah. with any of these mm-hmm. concerns, then he's dead. Yeah. I don't think I'd be able to keep it in. And I think that's me being selfish up front. 
Yeah, I don't know. Me I'm being just like, pretty I don't want to wait for it to. I know it hasn't been physical, but if it's been enough to get a warning, you know, and you're thinking, if your instinct is like, I want to make sure that we avoid this instance. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'd be able to keep my mouth shut. I think I just get the unique perspective of being the daughter and a mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know coming from a daughter, mm-hmm. if my mom was ever like, listen, he's abusive, he's manipulative, whatever it is. Like, yeah, okay, mom. Yeah, I know. You That's know what true I mean? because not, it's your mom. Well, <laughs> it would actually be my dad saying that. <laughs> My mom. <laughs> oh, that's right. Your mom would be like, you should be married by now. Yeah. So that you can live without sin. <laughs> right. But then I also am now a mother. So I got to like, I think I'm just going to not say anything to anyone and just kill him. So just problem solved. <laughs> like, this is what Stephanie would do. <laughs> just if kill we're him. not telling you to do shit. <laughs> this is what, St- if she goes behind bars, it is her of her own volition. <laughs> And I'll do it again. And she'll do it. <laughs> and that's how she got life without parole. <laughs> Let's go to the response on it. Okay. Yeah, because I think we want to say something. We're just debating on when to say it. Yeah. I Yeah, I don't think it's... Uh... It's just not clear cut. I just don't think... Unless the daughter's like noticing signs herself mm-hmm. and not saying anything... She's not going to hear anyone. She's not. And and I was thinking the same exact thing because how often do we, you know, first of all, keep things from our parents or anyone about things right. that are going on at home. Because, our own selves. <laughs> because we know. Because we know already. We're not we even being honest with ourselves. Yep. Yeah. It's so weird. It's, it's so funny that you cannot be honest with yourself because you're avoiding your own dissonance. Like you already know what people are going to tell you because you would yeah. tell you right. the same thing. Right. Fucking fuck you, psychology. <laughs> Eat a bag of shit and tell me what Colleen Nolan said. Okay. <laughs> I understand your concern, but it is important to remember that there are two sides to every story. I did not read this. I feel great. I'm done. <laughs> Whatever the circumstances were between this man and his ex, it was obviously a toxic relationship and they weren't right for each other. But I'd be careful about jumping to conclusions. You don't know the ins and outs and you never will. There are a hundred possibilities for what might have led to the end of their marriage and a nasty divorce. Here's the thing. If you did mention it to your daughter, I doubt she'd listen to you. Also, she might get defensive and angry and then be reluctant to let you in and talk about the relationship. Mm. So if you do decide to say something, be careful how you word it so you don't alienate her. My tactic has always been to let my kids fly and catch them if they fall. Oh. Obviously, if there was any hint of mental or physical abuse, then it's a different story. But this woman isn't saying that. It sounds like it's a very difficult divorce. If this guy isn't the right one for your daughter, then hopefully she'll see this for herself. But I'm not sure she'll want to hear what his ex-mother-in-law has to say. That's her version, and you don't know what her daughter was like in the relationship. Finally, ask your daughter if you can meet him to see how you get on. That might ease your concerns. We, I assumed mom already met him. Well, even still, like... I want to say that this is a perfect blend of both what of our stances. Said, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like two sides to every story. I'd like to let my kids fly. The only thing that I didn't hear her address was like the 
and maybe that's not what it's about, but like that whole, like, how am I going to feel if something happens? And I just didn't tell my daughter that I could have maybe prevented something, but I guess yeah, that's, I never even went there. Yeah. That's which is interesting. The, the situation in the past wasn't physical. So great. Mm-hmm. But if I get that inkling that it could be, you know what I mean? That's the part of me that I, I would find hard to ignore. But I love that response. Yeah. I think it's perfectly written. And I I have to say I agree with it. I do also. You know, like the proactive messaging, if you feel like you have to say something, right? Careful mm-hmm. how you word it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm with it. We like Colleen. We do, we do, we do. Okay. Next, also November 2023, I hid camera in shower to spy on my sexless wife. <laughs> what I saw was staggering. We never make love, but I know my wife pleasures herself every morning. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Oh, right. You wouldn't be writing. About, never mind. Just fucking forget what I was thinking and go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dear Colleen, I'm hoping some outside input or just venting might help with my situation. I believe that's what she's doing. I've been married for... (laughs) (laughs) I've been married for close to 30 years. And my wife and I have two handsome and very successful sons. One whom has given us our only granddaughter. Life should be good, right? Mm. Not so. I'm stuck in a loveless, sexless marriage. My quote-unquote roommate, as I call my wife, had to have female surgery. And to cut a long story short, we have not had sex in 15 years. Had to have female surgery? Like a hysterectomy? Yeah, or I'm guessing. What, what's, what other surgery? I mean, cervical cancer? What? Tell me. Nothing there? Toilet? Nothing. Okay, well, fine had female surgery and to cut a long story short we have not had sex in 15 years however i've come to find out that she's been satisfying herself it's all too clear now i could never well almost never satisfy her so she did the job i'm not into porn and i'm not the type of man who would ever cheat i suppose you're wondering how i know she pleasures herself i caught myself getting excited about seeing her nude So I put a camera in the shower. Yes, I know how screwed up that is. Okay, good. But so is cheating on your spouse. Oh, so if you're you're picking the lesser of two evils. (laughs) Right. I'm justifying what I'm doing because at least I'm not cheating. Only one of those will land you in jail. Mm. Just a heads up. (laughs) Fair. Uh, She basically pleasures herself every morning before she goes to work while I'm sexually frustrated. Please advise. So a man wrote this? Yep. You don't fucking pleasure yourself? You're so full of shit. I get you're sexually frustrated. But let us be open-minded and realistic that if we can't get what we're looking for in a partner... He said he doesn't watch his porn. He he doesn't doesn't watch... He's got an imagination. He can't have gone 15 years without touching himself. Do you know he'd have to put a warning sign on his fucking balls? Be like caution, high pressure. Well, uh, I'm assuming they're a little bit up there in age. 
They've been married yeah, for 30, 30 years. years. So let's say at least like 50 or 60. Yeah. But it's still like 15 years without having sex. He's pleasured himself and she's doing the same thing. And I'm wondering if there's been any communication about it since. He's never been able to satisfy her. Okay. What have you done about that in that conversation? What have you discussed? What have you unearthed about each other in terms of your wants and needs in the bedroom? I, there's nothing here that says we've talked, right? Did Correct. I, or unless I messed something? No, messed, you did I not. messed it. Did I mess it? Well, or not this, that, not this specific. And that's the that's what's sticking out to me the most. You haven't had sex in 15 years. Have you talked about it? Did it allude to any conversation about their wants and needs? I'm going with no because. He didn't know that she was pleasuring herself every morning until he put a camera in the shower. That's true. I just also want to note that there have been instances where you and I are like, no. And then I go back and edit and I'm like, yeah, we did know. (laughs) And we totally ignored it. (laughs) No, all he said was about she had woman surgery. I need to know what woman surgery is. Or did a woman prefer perform surgery had to have female surgery and to cut a long story short we have not had sex in 15 years i'm wondering if she finds it painful if she has a very short vaginal opening cervix thus the cervix is closer i don't know anything about that (laughs) i feel like that's something that would come up he would be aware of that I hope so. I'd imagine, because like... But every morning getting her some... I, listen, if I were a dude, I'd be in that shower already. <laughs> every morning getting herself off. Well, it sounds like She'd he, be my best friend. Like he never did the job to begin with. I know. what it sounded like. Unless he's... Oh, it's all too clear now. I could never, well, almost never satisfy her. So she did the job. So it's an assumption. Right. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, I agree. I think I would come to the same conclusion, to be honest. Yeah, it's all cl- it's all too clear now. Yeah. That's why we haven't had sex, because I wasn't doing the job anyway. After 15 years, there has to have been at least one conversation in between all of that. You know what I mean? Who goes 15 years without feeling that connected to their partner? I would run. I would head for the hills, motherfucker. I can barely the go. The wife t- or the husband? The husband. There had to have been a conversation. Because it seems like the, the you know, sexless relationship is on her part. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't want to be too hasty about making that declaration either. But he's only giving us the information that he's giving us. Right. And what's his exact question? Please advise. I only. He, he, it sounds like he's lost, like, okay, so she is a human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Confirmed. Right. So why isn't with she having robot. sex with me mm-hmm. when she masturbates in the shower every morning, but won't have sex with me in 15 years? Which is a fair question. Yes. How do you pose that when you literally planted? A device to spy on her. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I feel like you should call like FBI and see 
how you should approach this <laughs> because I have no fucking clue. We all know how I'm approaching it. We know how we're approaching it. Absolutely. Sir, there's a camera in the shower. I watched you every single morning. Oh, you're going to be honest about it. Absolutely. I would find a way to make it work in my mind. Walking in the bathroom. Oh my God, I have to pee so bad. Oh, whoa, I'm so sorry. Wait a minute. Walk in the bathroom or I, I mean, if you're new to this podcast again, I am a homosexual. (laughs) I did have sex with that man and I would be like doing the laundry and be like, whoa, them stains. I see those wasted babies. In the shower? No, no. The showers. I'd like, I would just find a creative way to bring it up. But if it's in the shower. Uh, yeah, it's a female. I can't. A male doesn't fucking matter. When he leaks, he leaks. It's just a thing. But yeah, female. Okay. It's been a while. I'm wondering if her hormones just went whack and she's just not interested in sex. So that's where I was. I've oh, heard. Good. I had to I talk myself into this. I obviously haven't experienced female surgery in any form. To, I don't know what he's speaking of. I know. I wish I knew more. But I haven't had any surgeries, mm-hmm. let alone female ones. But I have heard women who have gone through like hysterectomies and had to get parts removed and mm-hmm. that it, it makes them feel less of a woman. Yes. Like, like now I'm no longer a woman. Mm-hmm. Like I, the one thing I had as a woman was able to, was the ability to like, yep. I give can, life and whatever. Just the same way that a man gets affected when he finds out that he's got like a low sperm count, for example, and he can't impregnate his wife like that. Then makes he feels feel, emasculated. Okay, by that makes sense. Whatever fucking right. entity said, your balls are <laughs> sterile. Right. <laughs> you know? So, that so makes sense, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, th- yeah. So I was like... She just obviously is not, or not obviously, but possibly mm-hmm. just that is a huge deal for a woman, yeah. as I've heard and can assume. And so now it's just, just almost like another thing to do mm-hmm. versus I feel sexy and like a woman. And yeah. That matters. Yes. That's that matters. So, so now matters. it's just like I just have natural urges and needs, and now it's just another I'm to do care. on my list. Yeah, here, so perfect. Right I'm now in the it's shower. Self care instead of not even self care. Just like oh, oh I'm horny, so I'm just getting off. It's it's not something that's big and important anymore. Uh oh. Okay. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you for that. I got it. That was kind of where I went to. I'm gonna have to. Be on your side that on it, this like, one. Ne- doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the husband in or whether he's good or not. So to please advise, I would say first stop recording her in the shower. Be ashamed of yourself because you don't have permission. Period. I don't care if she's your wife. And actually have a talk to her about your sex life. I'm not going to tell you to give yourself away. That's up to you. If you don't feel the guilt behind that, that's on you. Whatever. It's not, you know what I mean? I'm not going to tell you what to do. But like, He doesn't feel the guilt because at least not. he ain't cheating. 
Oh my god. Well, I, well, <laughs> yes. Justified it. I see that. I see. I see what you're saying. <laughs> no, that's though, what but, he thinks. No, not you. I'm talking yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah. I see what you're saying, but like maybe cheat. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> goddammit. Uh, but but no. Um, that's also what men say when they cheat. Just an But. Having that conversation about your sex life in general, kind of find out. I feel like we would know more information if he got it, or we would know information if he got the response he wanted, or maybe didn't get the response he wanted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't do it for me anymore. We're just together because it's right. a convenience. Like, if they already had this conversation. But to me, it's like having a conversation about your needs and your wants in a relationship and being open and honest and being raw about it and seeing where you can compromise and meet. Yeah, he does not give off being very in tune with his wife. No. He gives off like, I just finished watching football, now I need to get off. After she had female surgery 15 years prior, and now he's confused why they're not having sex immediately after a big surgery, we're assuming. How do you not know 15 years later what female surgery is? I think that should have been something you addressed with your wife immediately. Not the no sex stuff, but mm-hmm. the things seem to maybe have changed yep. after the surgery. Are you okay? Right. What's going on with you? Mm-hmm. He does not seem very in tuned with his wife. Okay. I like that response. At all. Yeah. Which is probably also adding to, I'm just going to go get off in the shower because this man... <laughs> Right. Not only can he not meet my needs, <laughs> he ain't even asking he what even my give needs a are. Fuck. Right. Okay. I'm with you. So I I can't spin it any other way because I don't have a labia or a cervix. So answer. Oh, yesterday. Colleen says, "If it's loveless as well as sexless, why are you still there? Or why haven't you told your wife how you feel?" Oh, we forgot the loveless part. Communication, guys. Okay, first of all, let's address the spy cam in the shower. I'm shocked and don't know what to say to you, except take it out immediately. Mm-hmm. Quote unquote, screwed up doesn't begin to cover it. Mm-hmm. You don't need me to tell you how wrong that is. And if your wife ever found out about it, I'm pretty sure she'd dump you and contact a lawyer. So you wouldn't need to worry about your loveless, sexless marriage anymore. We would hope. You need to admit to each other that neither of you is happy and talk about where you go from here. Maybe it's a case of you did a great job as parents, raised two great sons, but have lost us somewhere along the lines. But let's call it quits and we can both move on and be happy. Or you can try to fix it, but it takes effort. You have to go back to the drawing board and find ways to get excited by each other again. Clearly, her libido is alive and well and hasn't been affected by surgery, but she does not want to engage with you or perhaps she thinks you don't want to engage with her. Some people are very happy to be companions later on in life, but it doesn't sound to me as if either of you are happy with that. You're both still interested in sex, but it's just not happening between you. You're discovering that it's possible to feel incredibly lonely even when you are one half of a couple. Yes, and what you said. That there is that part that you need to consider. Maybe there's, maybe Colleen addressed it by saying communication, but you know, there could be something else to it. If she had 
Because I didn't hear Colleen address the surgery. Unless I missed that. No, she just touched on libido. Yeah. Was not affected by the surgery. Maybe, maybe not. But the surgery may have affected her psychologically in other ways. And he missed that. So she just continued to do it on her own since she didn't have support that she needed. Yep. That's my assumption. Yeah. I mean, everything that Colleen said, yes. I think that's just what she missed was what you had to offer in that mm. respect. You know, there that he's like disconnected from he, where she either he's disconnected or she just doesn't feel like a woman and she doesn't know how to communicate that to mm-hmm. him. You know? So I don't I don't hate the answer. I like the answer. I just think I wish it hit on that a little bit more. That was a question though. I like that one. It was, yeah. Next. If you must chemistry with a sexy stranger has made me doubt my marriage. Married life is boring, but I felt a real spark with this guy I met at a wedding. Met, not slept with? Correct. Well. We're about to find out. We don't know yet. Correct. (laughs) The question says met. Oh, okay. Go on. Dear Colleen, I am a 30-year-old woman and I have been with my husband for five years. We married in 2019. He is a good person and I love him, but I just feel our lives are boring and there's no electricity between us. We don't have children and seem to direct a lot of love to our dog instead of each other. Anyway, something that happened recently brought this all home to me. We went to Germany for the wedding of one of my husband's colleagues and I was seated next to a guy who I really hit it off with. He was so funny and engaging, I barely spoke to anyone else that day. But it wasn't just that we got on well. I could definitely feel a strong sexual chemistry as well. Since I got home, I haven't stopped thinking about this man, and I know it would be easy to look him up on social media and get in touch. Is this crazy? It's not that I don't love my husband or care about his feelings, but he doesn't excite me anymore. I suppose I've had a glimpse of a different life, and I can't seem to let go of these thoughts. Please help me work this out. So they don't, I'm sorry, the beginning part, it said something about they don't have sex anymore or they just don't, like, they just give their attention to the dog? There's no electricity between us. We don't have children. And a lot of our love seems to be directed to the dog instead of each other. Okay, so they just got married in 2019. They'd been together for five years. So, and I'm sorry, you said this is from November of this year? Yes. Okay, so they were... they were together one year before they got married. He's a good person and I love him, but I just feel our lives are boring. There's no electricity between us. Communication, people. Let's start there. Have you had a conversation with your partner? I think you have an itch to scratch as a result of not being able or not feeling comfortable with communicating with your partner. And so the first person that you felt a connection with is the person that you want to have a connection with. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's a sexual tension. And guess what? I don't care how long you've been married. There will always be someone who you vibe with. The grass is always greener. On a sexual frequency. Yep. There will always be that person. Only for you to find out that that's not green grass. Someone just spray painted the hay. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
I think it's a, a matter of talking about your relationship. Constant communication, especially on these types of things, is so crucial to having a successful relationship. I don't understand, like, in relationships that I've been in, I have had no problems communicating my sexual needs, my, my wants, you know? And even before me and somebody that I'm dating become official, I'm like, listen, I'm not dating just to date. This isn't like a sport to me. Like I'm looking for my partner, my end game. I possibly want to get married one day. And you know what I mean? Like I'm not waiting for this person to decide they don't want to get married. And then like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think that conversation is really important. So have you been in relationships that lost the spark and excitement? Yes, I have. And you handled it by communication? Yes, I have. How did you approach that? Um, not the right way. <laughs> I was going to say, how do you tell a man, I don't, you're not doing it for me right now? It's, in my history, I have just shut down. Conversation after conversation about what my wants and needs are. We've shut down. How did I've, you? I've shut down. What were, how did those, what did those conversations look like is what I'm saying. Um, because that's hard to do. It's hard, but How do you, you know tell what? Those, somebody, those conversations were breakups. To be honest with you, so they weren't. They weren't. How do we fix this? It was. This is what's wrong. It was more of like we've had constant conversations on how to fix this and made commitments to that, but have fallen. It's fallen through. So, how did you tell your partner? I'm not excited by you right now or anymore. I was hoping. So there's I want, no. I want more. How do we? But that's what I'm saying is we had conversations before we got here. This and I that's the conversations I'm asking you about. Oh, those conversations before you got the here. ones before. How did you tell him things are starting to get dull? I was just honest. Like, you know, I'm I'm bored. I need things to change. I need, you know, like spark. I need a spark. I need to remember. I need us to remember us. You know, unfortunately, you hear what you want to hear, or it changes for a minute and it goes right back to where it's been. You know, and that's just, it's indicative of the other person's commitment too, if you're trying and they're not. Right, right. You know, and that's going to lead to another conversation, another conversation until you're ready to have the conversation. The breakup one. The breakup one. Because how long do you have to communicate your needs before they're not met? Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. going to put a fucking video camera in someone's shower <laughs> <laughs> so that you can watch them in their soft core porn. And you know what I mean? But you've got to be honest. It's a hard conversation to have. But that's that's something that I have to... I don't know if I agree with what I'm about to say fully. Mm -hmm. It just makes sense. But if you're not ready to have difficult conversations, then are you ready to be in a relationship? Because relationships are about that. Well, they're married, so I think. But that's what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they got married. Why married? did they just shut their mouths? And if it appeared happy, if no one said anything, you were happy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like be ready to have these difficult conversations. That's what a relationship is. And yeah. we all have our uh, yeah. fills. We all reach our capacities and that's okay. Have that conversation. That's yes. all I have to say. I agree. Oh, thank you.
I'm in school for psychology. Oh, you should teach <laughs> no, me a thing or two. <laughs> Is this crazy? It's not that I don't love my husband or care about his feelings, but he doesn't excite me anymore. Right. But also if he doesn't excite you anymore and you know that, maybe it's over. Well, I, it sounds like this person made up their mind, to be honest. He doesn't excite me anymore. Right. So I, I think I'm with you where that needs to be addressed because maybe he's feeling the same way. Maybe mm-hmm. you guys got caught up in your life and just which happens routine. Yep. And, and there's there are ways to bring the excitement back, which is part of the work in a relationship. Right. Yeah. Throw on an apron, take everything else off. Edible underwear. Meet him at the door in just your little apron and edible underwear. Mhm. Just don't grill because then you're going to be wearing I made Edible dinner chemical burns. and have dessert. Yep. You yep. know, has there been conversation? Has there been effort to? Yeah, the conversation is the first thing. The I, spark. You would think. I feel like us saying like have a conversation is like us just being very generic and like, like almost writing them off. But you would think that if you've had various conversations with your partner about a certain subject, that you would write about having various conversations with your partner. Right, like I've done everything. Right, I've exhausted every option. We've had a million conversations. I've done this, this, and this. Nothing seems Mm -hmm. to be helping, so now I'm writing to you. Exactly. I've had a yeast infection from the fruit by the foot undies I was wearing. Yeah. And now I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. If you haven't... Open your fucking mouth! (laughs) I just, I don't understand the concept of like... Being confused and like, what should I do when you haven't even fucking tried something yet? You haven't even attempted to address these concerns. It just, it sounds like (laughs) what are you confused about with confrontation? And if that's the issue, you're not ready for a relationship. You need to be okay with expressing your feelings. And that's a type of confrontation that, you know, it's not necessarily the confrontations that you hear about, but your partner is going to bring something to you that they don't like. And you're going to bring something to your partner that you don't like. Be comfortable having those conversations. Or if you feel embarrassed having those conversations, express that embarrassment so that you're both on the same place. Like you're having that conversation, being cognizant of each other's feelings. Because yeah, chances are he's going to say, oh my God, I've been feeling the same way. Yeah. Unless he lashes out. And then like, I guess it is (laughs) done. (laughs) You know, I'm actually being too premature with that because we lash out in different ways when we feel embarrassed. Yeah. He might come to you later and say, I lash out because I agree and don't know how to. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I think we're aligned. Yeah. Yeah. Colleen. Let's do it. Colleen says, I agree. I don't think how you feel is just about the guy you met at the wedding. However, he does not represent what seems to be missing in your marriage, fun, excitement, and sex. So at this point, I'd be worried about starting up anything with him, even a conversation. Mm. From your letter, it sounds like you were with your husband for just a year before he got married. And then, of course, COVID hit along with the lockdowns. And that was very tough on relationships. It feels like you didn't have very long together to go out and have fun before lockdown. 
So think about how that time might have impacted and if you've slid into negative habits. But also, it takes two to bring the fun. You're part of this relationship too. So what are you doing to shake things up? Before you think about other men in new relationships and taking the huge step of walking away from your marriage, talk to your husband honestly about what's not working for you. There's a good chance he's feeling the exact same. And the only one in the house who's getting any love is your dog. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. Because I forgot about COVID. (laughs) Yeah, that never even... Yeah, we literally avoid columns during COVID times because it's literally advice it's about so COVID. Boring. Yeah. Yes, we know you're stuck in the house. It's like Everyone I'm, is. I'm using resistance <laughs> bands, and my husband wants me to use them yeah. on him. <laughs> I yeah. Um, I think that's brilliant. That's perfect. It covered everything we said and some. And some, yes. Yeah. And pointed out. I love Colleen. I think this is only the second or third time we've done Colleen's um, column, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, she's like short and sweet and to the point. Oh, yes. And I also appreciate that. Yeah. Yes. That was a good time, Beth. That was really good questions. That was really good questions. Yes. Oh, and answers. I think it all kind of narrowed down to fucking tell. Yeah. (laughs) The the common (laughs) theme here is like, talk to Did your partner? you tell your partner before you wrote to me? <laughs> Literally, like, Does every he know? one of them. Does he know what you're feeling? Yeah. Or just me and like, you and hey, the dog? you got a mouth. Did you open it or did you just rely on your fingers to write me a message? No. It just doesn't make any sense. I like, know. But I, I do have to say that, you know, given my social anxiety, I do understand people's reticence to be vocal about their feelings but how do you get married how do you become a life partner without being able to be verbal about what you feel unless you're in a place where that that type of like that the culture dictates else something else you know what i mean yeah i don't know that's just me thinking out loud i think in the majority of aspects in life Mm -hmm. communication is significant Mm -hmm. but somehow that's lost in like relationships why i don't know but you know what i can't say that that's not a foreign concept to me because same boat and i'm still asking why because i can't answer it yeah like there have been issues where it just kept come down to communication and it's like duh like why didn't you how couldn't you so maybe that's that applies here you know, some instances where it's just not as prevalent. You think you're being clear, but have you made an attempt to actually? Yeah, it's just like a, a disconnect. There's just a disconnect. Is that on a party or both parties? Or is it is it just what it is? Yeah, I think just in general. One and or both missed something mm-hmm. and then it just continued off of that. Snowball. One felt one way, one felt one way, and it never yeah. became a topic of discussion. It just was like assumptions and, well, he obviously doesn't care about me enough to ask, or yeah. she obviously, I obviously don't do it for her sexually type of, nobody was like, hey. Right. Yeah. As you were reading Colleen's response to that last one, it was like, maybe he feels the same. I was thinking that. 
you know, is is he on the same boat as you are? Did he write a question to Colleen? Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe he is there. Mm-hmm. Imagine what would happen if you just, you know, opened your mouth other than to criticize each other or to scold each other. Yeah, because that's what I said. Like, chances are he's going to be like, oh, I'm glad you brought that up because I noticed that too. It's it, But again, I also know what it's like to kind of lose sight of the big picture and just forget about something so standard, something so basic. It's like, yeah, simple. But communication, I feel like, and I'm insulting myself here with just being like, open your fucking mouth. It is hard sometimes. It is hard. It is hard. Especially when you don't realize that you're not communicating effectively. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, I told you. Okay. But that's not what you said. Right. You told me. Right. Sure. That's not the way you said it. Different meaning. Mm-hmm. So it's like I say all the time, like even to you, I'm like, oh, I didn't say that out loud. I didn't communicate that out loud. Yeah, yeah. So that's why you're confused. Yeah. Okay. Like that kind of shit. Yeah. Moral of this week. Open your fucking mouths. Yeah. Do you and your partner communicate? Do you not? Do you watch him in the shower? If you do, send us your questions, comments, that video, and all of your concerns to <laughs> ill-advised say, the podcast and the videos. podcast at gmail.com or you can catch up on all of our episodes and even get our sources in our show notes at illadvisedthepodcast.com. Also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at illadvisedthepodcast. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. Everything about you is spectacular. Watch him in the shower. And publish it on Pornhub. And thank you for listening. (laughs) You've been ill-advised. Ill-advised is hosted and produced by Stephanie and Ray. AKA your Beths. Send us your questions, your comments, all of your concerns. And your drink recommendations. To illadvisedpodcast at gmail.com. You can catch up on all of our episodes and our show notes at illadvisedpodcast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at illadvisedthepodcast. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen. You've You've been been ill-advised.